0: Press take their seats while we wait. We're just going to give some few exhortation. praise aloud. We are waiting for by taking his death door, according to my Lord. Where we all shall a young man cleanse his way, by taking his death. That song just came to my spirit. It's in, it's in Psalm one one nine, verse nine, when we were talking about Psalm one one nine. Lord gave me that reading a long time ago, and actually recorded it on some of my, some of my recording. He said, "Where without shall a young man cleanse his way, by taking heed there to according to Thy word." Praise the Lord. Today I'm just going to talk briefly on self-control amen Amen. open to first corinthians chapter nine and let's see what apostle paul has to say i actually wanted to bring some of my rapturing faith series that talks on this so that you guys can have something to take with you home to refresh your mind on the same topic self-control but i couldn't i couldn't locate the books so some other time you can go to my website gospeldistribution.org and it should be one of the rapturing faith series it should be a rapturing faith part four or part eight something like that it's self-control in first corinthians chapter nine let's pray father we pray lord that you will order this word and teach us and give us the grace To be able to apply this in our lives In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ we pray Amen Amen. Apostle Paul said in verse 24 to 27 1 Corinthians chapter 9 Know ye not That they which run in a race Run all At least many people run But one receiveth the prize So Run that ye may obtain Verse 25 says And every man that striveth for the mastery Is temperate in all things That temperate is the self-control Temperate Self-control He said, you are temperate in all things That's what we are going to talk about today Self-control in all areas of our lives and I'm going to just point to some areas so that you can see if you feel where your shoe hurts, that it bites you, that or the Lord reveals something like that. Hey, yeah, I need help in that area. Then you need to work on that. So that's why He said you have to be temperate in all things. Now they do it to obtain a corruptible crown, but we are incorruptible. So we know, we're talking about race, people run a race, before you go on a marathon or even the sprinters, you must prepare, see good preparation. If it's a marathon, going to run 26 miles, you don't just say, well, I can run and jump into it and run one mile and get tired and sit down. No, you got to have prepared, doing it regularly until your body is tuned to this. Very important. So that is the self-control. You discipline yourself to do this. And Apostle Paul went for that. He said, but we, we are trying to get an incorruptible crown. Those who run the marathon, those who run in the sprint, or in any of those races, they are trying to get that gold medal and so on. I said, we are trying to get this incorruptible crown. So our own race is still a race. But how do you, what is this type of thing? You need to control yourself. There is some discipline, some preparation you have to do. And what, what is the requirement? What do you need to do? How do you need to qualify to be able to get that crown? So you need to know those rules. And then you discipline yourself to follow the rules and be able to win the prize. Verse 26. I therefore so run, talking about himself, not as uncertainly, So fight high, not as one that beat the air, that is, he knows what he is shooting for. Know what you are shooting for. But now this is how you begin to self-control. Verse 27 says, But I keep under my body and bring it into subjection. Lest that by any means, when I have preached to others, I myself should be a castaway. Now That was Apostle Paul telling you exactly what he does and that is for you and me too to do similar, similar things. You may say I'm not a preacher. Whether you're a preacher or not, you are a witness for Jesus. Amen? Yeah. So you are to, you are, you are, your body, your life is to be a witness for Jesus. Say ye are my witnesses. So therefore you are preaching. So, because you are a witness for jesus by your life where well, well, i never talk to anybody somebody may say "Well, I'll just keep my mouth shut i won't talk to nobody your life is still a witness for jesus and if you are a witness you are a preacher and so just like apostle paul said he said less after you have preached to others assuming you are preaching whatever you are preaching by your life Lest you also be a casting with this, God say "I never knew you." When he said, in, when the logical said in the scripture said, some will come. He said, "I never knew you." You say, "What do you mean?" Oh, God knows everybody. He said, "I never knew this one." So what does that really mean? He never knew them. He's saying they were not registered with him. They were not part of him. They might have claimed to be. But they were not part of him, so in the case I never knew is you. So Apostle Paul is saying, unless after you have claimed to have been a Christian because you go to church, but your lifestyle is only preaching something error, or you are preaching something else. That is, you are not preaching Christ. You are not a witness for him. That is what it means to say you are a preacher. Are you witnessing for Jesus? Not by the vocal things you say, not by the vocal we go out and try to win souls. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about your lifestyle. Can they see you and say, "It's an example of a Christian." An example of a Christian. That's what we are going to go through. That is the self-control part of it, because there are things that you need to self-control in all these areas. And I'm going to begin to talk about it one by one, and it's going to be very short. Praise the Lord. Proverbs chapter 16 Verse 32 Let's begin Proverbs chapter 16 Verse 32 There are several areas of our life That we need to self control Here is one of them He that is slow to anger Is better than the mighty he that ruleth is spirit than he that taketh is city. Mm. Now, anger, wrath, all those things that make people rich, those are what? Emotions. You've got to control your emotions. Self-control. Because this is the fruit of the spirit. It's part of the glory. You, you, you may call it temperance, but it's, that is self-control we are talking about. Can you Can somebody come and listen To what you are saying If they come behind the door And see how you are talking to your husband Or your wife And say oh these are Christians Because of the raging emotions Self control Amen He that ruleth his spirit than he that take care of his city. Now, emotion is in, not just in right, that, in the, but that is really summary of emotions. It's, it's how you control your response to when people hurt you, when people pinch you, when you are hurt, how you respond. That is the emotion. You control that, and you pray. So how do, I'm going to come to how do I do all of these things? What are the methods? methods to control the emotion right the first method is thy word have i hid in my heart that i may not sin against you the word of god very important very important now the i say the first part is emotions open to galatians chapter 5 verse 22 which summarizes the fruit of the spirit Galatians chapter 5 verse 22 Here Apostle Paul Listed the fruits Of the spirit Which he says is the fruit not fruits so, But the fruit of the spirit is Love Joy Peace long-suffering gentleness goodness faith meekness temperance that is the self-control temperance now we in the body in in the evangelical world faith seems to be what we elevate faith 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 but that's just one branch of this fruit of the spirit the, the fruit of the tree is just a, a tree with one stem, and then branches to love, joy, or love branches to joy, peace, long suffering, faith, patience, goodness. But the stem is love. Amen? Amen. The stem is love, and that self-control is the temperance that we are talking about today. And verse 24 of that same Galatians chapter 5 said And they that Are Christ's Have crucified the flesh With their affections and loss That is the state where we want to be Crucify the flesh Some people call it You have a thick skin Where somebody talk to you They make you angry You have that thick skin It never really sticks we want to get to that state. We are still practicing it. We all are still practicing it. We want to get to that state where your spouse says something, you just have peace in your heart. You respond with a soft answer that turned it away loud. look like, oh, brother Julius, it's not easy. You don't know what that man did to me. <laughs> brother Julius, you don't know what that woman said to me. I know because I have been a recipient. Of some of those things too But the word of God stands forever God does not change his word For anybody Amen So then we have to walk at it Walk at it Amen You have to walk at this thing And keep praying for yourself 1st Don't pray for that man I'm praying that my husband will change Now you are making a mistake You should be praying for yourself I'm praying for my wife to change you should be praying for yourself. Why? Because when your wife is raging and raging, if you come to that stage where you can say, I, it, I have a teeth skin. That teeth skin. Say, Why should I be the one to have the teeth skin? She should have the you want to change her mouth. Right? So Everybody has to change. you see. Everybody, both the husband and the wife and the children, we all have to go through this and come to that stage that we are talking about. That love. It's for everybody. Amen. So he said, they that are Christ, are they we that have said we have Christ or we belong to Christ, say we must crucify the flesh with the affections and lusts. With the affections and lusts. Amen. Proverbs chapter 17, verse 28. I'm still on that emotion part because that seems to be the biggest. Proverbs chapter 17, verse 28. Let me just give you some of those Bible verses So that of away. Like we exalted the word of God last week. This is continuation. And the word of God is really our weapon in this thing we are talking about. It's our shield. It says that every word of God is pure. And it's a shield to them that put their trust in it. So this word of God is what you're going to use. If you can remind yourself of these Bible verses when the emotion comes, Remind yourself of the Bible verses. Because this is, well, think of it this way. Think of the emotion as a temptation. It's a temptation. Satan came against the Lord Jesus Christ and tempted him. And what what was the weapon the Lord Jesus used against Satan? The Word of God. He said, it is written. It is written. Man shall not live by bread alone because he's telling him to do something. When it comes to your mind Don't you hear what that woman said? Don't you hear what that man said to you? Respond! And that rage really is wanting to respond Hotly, bitterly That's the temptation And Jesus Christ was giving the same. temptation He was tempted in all areas Just like you and me But without sin So then you remember what did he use? The word of God Get this word into your heart Try to remember it and quote it Quote it first to yourself And then quote it to the air To the thought that came to you To the devil that is whispering it It is written Even if it's going to be A soft answer Turn it away rough Remind yourself of it It is written A soft answer Turn it away rough And grievous words Star of anger If you remind yourself of that Then control your emotions And give a soft answer Amen Amen Proverbs chapter 7 verse 17 verse 28 that I say, we should read Proverbs chapter 17 verse 28 said what so even a fool when he ordered his peace is counted wise and he that shutted his lips is esteemed a man of understanding That is, even if you are a fool but this time you control your emotion. You keep your mouth shut. Say they will be thinking you are a wise person. Say, well, I can't handle it. I just can't bear it. Even a fool, if you will hold your peace, you'll become wise. If you will shut your lips, you'll be esteemed a man of understanding. Another Bible verse. Matthew chapter 5, verse 39. Matthew chapter 5, verse 39. The words of our Lord Jesus himself. Matthew chapter 5 verse 39 Now you say well this is not easy to do I uh, know it's not easy But the Lord Jesus Christ said We should be able to do it by the Holy Ghost But I say unto you That ye resist not evil But whosoever shall smite thee On thy right cheek Turn to him the other also And if any man will Sue thee at the law And take away thy coat, let him have thy cloak also And whosoever shall Compel thee to go a mile Go with him twain. Well those look like oh those are for them in Those days but the you Lord know, Jesus Christ Gave the world we have to Strive to enter in. Strive to be like Christ amen? amen Proverbs chapter 25 Verse 28 You can just judge those Bible verses down And meditate on them so, that when the situation arises, you have some weapons. These are our weapons. This is the word of God. Proverbs chapter 25, verse 28. So, he that has no rule over his own spirit is like a city that is broken down without walls. So, all of these are talking about emotion, which is our own spirit, ruling over you, over yourself. So, some of you. Little kids, you are in school. Your friends wanted to make you start a fight. You say, well, that boy is a bully. Don't take it from him. You want to be like Christ, though. Amen. You want to be like Christ. Rule over your own spirit. I remember when I was growing up, I was in high school. I was one of the small boys. I said, you are small, brother. Yes, I was small. One of the small boys. And we have some bigger boys. They like to be bullies. Somehow they kind of respected this small boy, I don't know why, they just respected me and I came to realize that maybe because I was smart in the in, the, in the education so they kind of gave me some respect, but that doesn't mean they won't try to do it. So you can still get some respect if you will be a child of God. Some somebody said, you know, I fear this boy. They can fear you without you being strong. So what I'm saying is the type of fear that Jacob in the Bible said he was swearing by the fear of Isaac his father, because there will be something upon you that make people to just fear or respect you, not by your muscular strength, but because God is upon you. That is for you kids. Walk with God, and God will put your fear upon those bullies. Amen. First Corinthians chapter fourteen, verse four. Still talking about the emotional control. First Corinthians chapter 14 verse 4. Now this is one of the things that is recommended. If you don't have the Holy Spirit, this is one thing you should try to get. Apostle Paul is saying that when you speak in an unknown tongue, you are edifying yourself. So one of the good things you can do to control yourself is by speaking in tongues. Holy Ghost. If you don't have the Holy Spirit, pray for it. When you are baptized in the Holy Ghost and the Holy Ghost come upon you, what do you think the Holy Ghost wants to take control of first? Your tongue. That one that wants to smile that fellow with your lashing words because of the self-control that's missing. The emotions. So the Holy Ghost want to control that tongue first so that it can control the whole emotional part. So by speaking in tongues, is to pacify that is, that's why Apostle Paul said in First Corinthians chapter 14 He that speaketh in an unknown tongue edify himself That is that prophesied edifies the church So try to speak in tongues in prayer in your house Do it regularly, regularly as often as you can That will calm your spirit down also, amen Ephesians chapter 4 verse 31 Ephesians chapter 4 verse 31 So I'm only giving you some Bible verses on how to self-control your own emotion. Ephesians chapter 4 verse 31. Now he says, let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor and evil speaking be put away from you with all malice. So when you look at that step by step, uh, as I had a preacher say that what you see on, the, on that screen there, there are progressions of emotional rage. Started from this, from bitterness that has been deep inside you because of something somebody has done that you have not forgiven long time ago. It's there and if you have not casted it out, it begins to become raw. It's like starting a fire. That's why you don't want to allow bitterness to stay in you. From that wrath, it's going to go into anger. If, if, a wrath is still like you no know, hot coal hidden somewhere. But it's a hot coal of fire. There's no flame here. That is the wrath. But it comes because there was a bitterness you refused to let go. Then from anger, it's going to start clamor. Clamor is when people now are beating one another. We want to quench it, or get rid of the bitterness. Remember, remember, remember. Don't allow bitterness. We're going to do what Marriage seminar today. Maybe it's a good thing for us to remind ourselves. Don't allow the bitterness of three years ago, five years ago, four years ago, last week. To stay there because it's going to, as long as it's still there, very soon somebody will see something, it started there off. And that will generate into anger. Then clamor. That's when they're now beating into, into, into one another. Then evil speaking. Let's say you take you keep your peace, but the evil speaking begins to come. What is evil speaking? Mm. Verbal words, verbal abuse. That's what you call evil speaking. It's progression. And then what is malice? Now that is when the devil say do something to hurt him or her. That is the malice. It's progression. But you want to get the root out of it. The bitterness. Because the root of bitterness. Cut it off. Pull it out of you. Because these are all the elements of this emotion that have not been self-controlled by the Holy Ghost. Remember that. Amen? Now. I dwell more on that because most of the time, that is where the sins of God still have some lacks. Now, I'm going to go to the next because these are also necessary. Say in all areas of our life, we need to self-control. Food appetite is also something you need to control. Food appetite. Let me give you some Bible verses. Proverbs chapter 21, verse 17. You know, a lot of people in America want to control their weight, they want to reduce their weight or so. but it could be food appetite they need to control. Proverbs twenty one verse seventeen. He that loveth pleasure shall be a poor man. He that loveth wine and oil shall not be rich, telling you what you may run into if you don't control your food appetite. Proverbs 23 verse 21. Proverbs chapter 23 verse 21. Here the wise man said, For the drunkard and the gluten shall come to poverty. And drowsiness shall clothe a man with rags. Now the gluten is the one that couldn't control how much meat he consumes. Well, it's still appetite control of food. Proverbs chapter 23 verse 1 to 3. So when thou seated to eat with a ruler, consider diligently what is before thee, and put a knife to thy throat if thou be a man given to appetite. Be not desirous of his dainties for their deceitful meat. So his church is telling you that plan to live to control how much you consume, whether it is free, so it's so plenty. I remember when we came to this country, what happened, we were introduced to King's Table. I know some of my friends are here, King's Table. And we say, well, we never see this in Africa, where you pay a fixed amount and you can eat. Oh, you can eat for the rest of the day. <laughs> and you can see people just pack the, pack the place with food and food and food. And we feel and say, I'm not coming until tomorrow. Let me just feel my belly. But that they, they call it King's Table, okay. So we ate like kings for a fixed price. But Solomon was giving us wisdom. He said, if you sit in the, if you are invited by a king to their place and you see all these dainties, say put a knife to your throat. He said, Self-control. That's what he's telling us then. He said they are deceitful meat. Now, why do we need to control our food appetite? Well, suppose the Lord asks you to fast if you cannot control this food appetite it's going to be very difficult to fast the why i don't need to fast i would say we don't need to fast we just need to build obedient. but fasting can help you to build buildings remember that so that's why food appetite needs to be is part of what you need to control in your life now let me go to the next one because i'm going to wrap it up in 30 minutes now i've written this on that faith. And uh, that's uh, what we call rapture in faith series. Because this is part of what you need for the rapture. This self-control is what we, individually, we need for the rapture. Because God, as we are going to go with, is going to lead us. And the Bible, a, there was a prophecy. I think Brad be prophesied on that. So that by the time the Lord is coming to come down, to take the sins away, the cloud of God's presence is going to descend and rest upon these individual living stones. And instructions from that cloud will be directing individual living stones. Like Elijah the prophet, he said, Elijah, stay here, the Lord has led me to better. He was hearing instruction. Now, those are instructions that it takes self-control to obey because sometimes the instructions just don't gear with your flesh. But if you have the self-control already perfected, you will do it. But if you have not been perfected in self-control, you will not be able to obey instruction. So that is one of the reasons why we are talking about this. Along with the fact that when you have the self-control, you have peace in your family. You have peace, one with another, as the Bible commands us. That includes everything, self-control in all things, like we read in the first verse, we read in 1 Corinthians. Okay. Now the other the next one I want to, Proverbs chapter 13 verse 25. You can write that one down. Proverbs 13 verse 25. 1 Corinthians chapter 6 verse 12. And then Romans chapter 8. Those are all talking about food appetite and so on. But let me go to the next thing that I believe we need to self-control. Sexual appetite for the people that are married. Even those that are not married, they better keep away from any sexual immorality. But that's another appetite. People think, well, now that I'm married, I can just do it at all. Anytime I like, every time I like, but see, that's an an appetite also. That must be self-controlled. First Corinthians chapter seven, verse thirty-four. Open to first Corinthians chapter seven, verse thirty-four. There Apostle Paul said there is a difference also between a wife and a virgin. The married woman caring for the things of the Lord that she may be holy both in body and in spirit. But she that is married, caring for the things of the world how she may please her husband. He said But this I speak for your own providence that I may cast a smear upon you. But for that, for that which is comely and that ye may attend upon the Lord without destruction. In short, you need to also stay self-controlled. Fourth Corinthians chapter seven verse one to five, you can read that one also. Saying when he said, let the husband down to the wife due de- benevolence, and likewise the wife to the husband due, due, due benevolence. Still self-control, controlling your relationship. Genesis chapter one verse twenty-seven, God commanded him and said, Have dominion, subdue the earth. Those are all still part of self-control. Genesis chapter five verse twenty-two. Genesis chapter 5 verse 22 That is the key thing I'm going to give to you here Is Genesis chapter 5 verse 22 That has to do with the Translation and the rapture We wanted to go and meet the Lord in the air If you have this hope In yourself If you have this hope You want to be one of them that will Come to the height To go and meet the Lord in the air Listen to Genesis chapter 5 Verse 22 And he said, and Enoch walked with God after he begat Methuselah 300 years and begat sons and daughters. Well, the, the, the light the Lord showed to me on that level verse, you can underline after. After he begat Methuselah and begat sons and daughters, which means. He started to self-control in that area because he had instruction from the Lord how to keep himself for the anointing, for the anointing. So you will have to go and read my book on that, on that self-control thing. I won't be able to go into detail of that, but Enoch walked with God. After he begat Methuselah, that is, after he was gotten all the Holy Spirit, now he wanted to make himself available for the Lord and he started walking with the Lord, seriously. First Samuel chapter 21, verse 3 to 5. And then you can read the book of Leviticus, chapter 15, verse 16, verse 18, verse 25, verse 28. Those are all talking about sexual appetite, self-control. Which you can meditate on later. But the summary of it all is what? You must self-control. Temperance in all things. We say we want to be like Christ. See, they that run in let me wrap it up with that verse we started with. First Corinthians chapter 9, verse 24. Like Apostle Paul said, they that run in a race, they run all. Oh, so many of them run in the race. Say, but one is going to receive the prize. Are you running to win? And the question is, what is this race? The race is to please the Lord. And be like knock of old that disappear without seeing physical death. Or please the Lord and stand before him at the end, he wiping away all tears from our eyes that we overcame. Apostle Paul said, Know ye not that they which run in a race, they run all, but one receiveth the price. Say, run that ye may obtain. Every man that strives for the mastery is temperate in all things. We want to be able to self-control ourselves, to be able to win this race in all things. And he said, I also am running. Verse 27, he said, I keep under, verse 27, I keep under my body. So you now see how many things you need to keep your body under. For the emotion, which is always plaguing us, since emotion, We are easily plagued by that before you know it you are responding when you say I'm not going to say a word I'm just going to keep mute I'm just going to bear it I'm going to bear it and very soon you just couldn't bear it anymore you're going to respond and become striving and the Bible says the servant of God which you and I are must not strive the servant of God must not strive Be gentle towards all men with aptitude to teach and that our life should be what Rep, no, witnessing for Jesus. So that when people see you, they say, this is a believer in this. This is a servant of God. This is a disciple of Christ. In our attitude towards one another, in our, our words, to let your word be full of grace, seasoned with salt, that you may know how to answer back. A soft answer turneth away rot. This emotional control we need to put it under to be to have dominion over that as saints. Remember, saints, amen. Saints of the most high God. Ye are called to be saints. I am called to be saint of God. So we must have control over ourselves. And to summarize with what the Lord Jesus said in the book of Revelation. He Blessed is he that keepeth his garment, lest he walk naked and the sea is shamed. And they see his shame. What Christ was talking about there is, we are clothed with the righteousness. We are filthy. Human beings, we are as human beings, we are actually filthy, but he clothed us with his own righteousness. But if you take that garment of righteousness off, you will see, oh, it's just like us. It's just like us. That is, unbeliever believer, we say, it's just like us. Because the garments of righteousness have been taken off. If somebody see you fighting in the grocery store with the cashier, what will they say? It's just like everybody else. You can't say, I'll be Christian. You say, oh, no. Are you? So that's what we are saying. He said, blessed is he that keepeth his garments. Lest you be found naked. And woman means people see your shame The shame is... Oh, he thought he's a believer. We thought he's a believer. We thought he's a Christian. He's doing just the same thing like everybody is. Fighting. Striving just like everybody Say, Keep your garment. That righteousness. That holiness. Lest you be found naked in the sea of shame. Let's stand to our feet. Let's stand to our feet. Don't clap. Don't clap. We're going to pray. Don't clap. You can clap for Jesus, but say the Lord Jesus Christ is saying we need to be sober and ask for the Lord to touch you ask for the Lord to touch you because this is not a a, a sweet someone to just say oh nice words nice words no she search your heart and say hey Lord I want to be like you Jesus I want to move closer and closer to that perfection that is our goal I want to move closer and closer to that perfection where I would like be I will be I will have that self-control already. That is already said to me, I don't have problem with that. Self-control of emotion, oh, I have no problem with that. Self-control of uh, sexual appetite, I have no problem with that. Self-control of food appetite, I have no problem with that. Well, what is the next? Maybe I need goodness. I need to have more goodness. Fruit of the Spirit, love, joy, peace, long suffering, patience, faith, maybe, oh, yeah, I have no problem with it. Maybe I need more faith. So let's see that we actually get that self-control dealt with. Let's pray. Pray for yourself right now. So that you can say, I have no problem with self-control now. I've already put that under control. You never see me striving with my neighbor or with my spouse. Let's put that under control completely. Pray right now. Pray for yourself now don't try to say well i i don't think i have that problem if this devil zero in on you that's what you're talking about let's say satan wants to zero in on you to bring fight to bring war to bring strife to bring somebody that you don't know just throw stones at you will you be able to stand and still be a believer or you are going to say this is enough I'm going to let him have it so that is where that self-control can be tested pray for the grace and Lord give me that grace to be able to overcome my flesh that's overcoming yourself self-control is overcoming your own flesh in all the areas we just mentioned emotions appetites of food, appetite of, uh, of sexual appetite, appetite of everything. Rage, strife. We want to conquer our flesh because that's the last enemy. Our own flesh must be conquered. Our mind must be conquered. Subdued. He said, after i preached to others, after I've been a witness, I shouldn't be a castaway. Talk to Jesus. Father, we thank you, Lord. Let this world, let it be. Us let it make us to be sober to think deep so that when the enemy comes to zero in on us, we are not going to bulge in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Father, we thank you, Lord, because you are good and your mercy endure forevermore. You will not allow us to be tempted above our strength, but with the temptation, you will make a way of escape, as your word has said. Thank you, Jesus. We trust in our Lord God, we trust indeed that you are able to keep us to the uttermost. He is able to save us to the uttermost, we that have put our trust in Him. So put your trust in Him, and He will save you to the uttermost. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. We. That is the end of the sermon You can sit down right now. What we we are going to do? We're going to we're going to take the offering. But keep this word in your mind that we just said. Keep it in your mind, and as you go. You going to need it in the design let's do so offering the choir can come back or the praise group can come back and give us a song while people prepare the offering we have the basket here on the right and on the left that you can prepare your offering and put it in the basket and the lord will bless your heart give us a song please